Alhamdulillah, Al-Khaliq al-Wujudi min al-Adam, Waja'il al-Nuri min al-Zulam, Wamukhrij al-Sabri min al-Alam, Wamulqi al-Tawbati ala al-Nadam, Fanashkuruhu ala al-Masaibi kama nashkuruhu ala al-Ni'am, Wanusalli ala Rasulihi al-Akram, Dhe sharaf al-Ashammi wa al-Nuri al-Atam, Wal-Kitab al-Muhkam, Wakamal al-Nabiyyin wal-Khatam, Sayyidi waladi Adam, Al-Ladhi bashara bihi Isa ibn Maryam, ودعا لبعثته إبراهيم عليه السلام حين كان يرفع قواعد بيت الله المحرم فصلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى أتباعه خير الأمم الذي بارك الله به كافة الناس العرب منهم والعجم فالحمد لله الذي لم يتخذ ولدا ولم يكن له شريك في الملك ولم يكن له ولي من الذل وكبره تكبيرا والحمد لله الذي أنزل على عبده الكتاب ولم يجعل له عوجا والحمد لله الذي نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ به من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبد الله ورسوله أرسله الله تعالى بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا فصلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا ثم أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن شر الأمور محدثاتها وإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار يقول سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم في شهر رمضان يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر ولتكملوا العدة ولتكبروا الله على ما هداكم وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي واللهم ثبتنا عند الموت بلا اله الا الله واللهم اجعلنا من الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر امين يا رب العالمين الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر لا اله الا الله والله اكبر الله اكبر ولله الحمد The brief khutbah that I want to give you today is number 1 a reminder of what Allah wants from all of us. The month of Ramadan, as you all know, is over, and that's why we're here. And for a lot of you, it was a great month, and you're actually sad that it's over, and you did more worship than you've ever done in maybe even previous Ramadans. And for a lot of you, this Ramadan was a disappointment. You wish you did better, and you failed. And you look back and say, I can't believe that I missed the opportunity. And that's okay. At the end of the day, we have to have hope in Allah. And the fact that you're here now is, in, is a significant thing. You're actually fulfilling the commandment of Allah just by being here. By fulfilling one of the purposes of Ramadan. This gathering is actually part of the purpose of fulfilling the spirit of Ramadan. The first thing I want to tell you about Allah in this matter is what He says Himself in the ayat of Ramadan. He says, يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرِ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرِ That is a principle from Allah. Allah intends ease for you and He does not intend difficulty for you. Yes, the fasts were long. And they were hot. And Texas is not a fun place to be in Ramadan. And there are people who are going through all kinds of difficulty on top of their fasting in the month of Ramadan. But even the idea of Ramadan, the name of the month comes from Ramad, which is Shiddatul Hur. It's actually, you know, or Har even like extreme heat. That's what the word itself means. So it's not, it doesn't seem like it's something easy. But Allah says, Allah wants ease for you. So the first thing I'd like to share with you, how, did, how in the world does Allah want ease for me when He could have just made me fast for one weekend or two, three days. Instead, He asked me to fast for 30 days. That doesn't sound that easy. But Allah says He wants ease for you because 
if you and I were able to do that, if we're able to sacrifice our bodily needs and our desires for 30 consecutive days, we've proven to ourselves and to Allah that we know how to hold back. We know how to stop our nafs. We've, we're capable of it. We showed it for 30 straight days. And so everything else Allah asks of you outside of Ramadan should be much easier now. He wants ease for you because now you've proven to yourself that you're capable of obeying Allah in the most basic of ways. He even stopped you from eating halal, like things that are permissible for you. He stopped you from those and you stopped. And so now that the, the door has been opened and you can eat, now it's so much easier for you to avoid what's already impermissible. And that's not just in the matter of eating and drinking, but it's also in the matter of relationships. There are relationships that are completely halal, but Allah blocked the door to them in the month of Ramadan while you're fasting. You know? But now that those doors have been opened again, it's time to think if Allah can, if I can restrain myself even in the relationships that are halal, then I have to go out of my way to restrain myself in the relationships that are not even halal. Some of you have those kinds of relationships. You have to, I have to check myself, you have to check yourself. Are we carrying those kinds of things? You know, inside of us, nobody knows those secrets except Allah. But you'll be able to navigate that in a way that pleases Allah because He wants ease for you. And He doesn't want difficulty for you. This religion is not there to make people's lives hard. It's there to make their lives easy, to remove their burden. The second purpose of Ramadan after knowing that Allah wants ease for me. He doesn't want me to have a hard time in this life. That's not His goal. Islam's goal is not to make things harder. The second thing Allah says about Himself in the ayat is So you can complete the training period, basically. I added the word training in translation. So you can complete the count. There are some of us that are much better Muslims than others. And they say, oh my God, I wish Ramadan was like twice as long. I can't believe that it's over. You know, I'm so sad that it's gone. And there are other people here like, man, is it five more? Seriously? Seven, three more? Oh my God, three feels like 30 now. Oh, thank God it's over already. And you feel guilty because there are other people who are crying that it's over. And you're happy that it's over. Don't feel guilty. Allah is happy that it's over for you. Allah is actually congratulating you that you finished the count. It's okay. And that's a, that's a labor Allah put you through and He's proud of you for completing. It's like you graduated. So there's nothing to feel guilty about. It's something to celebrate that we actually were able to pass this incredible test that Allah had given us. But then the most important part. This is the first, Allah doesn't want difficulty for you. The second, He wants you to complete the count and be happy that you did. We're not here to mourn and, and cry that Ramadan is over. We're here to celebrate that Ramadan was finished. That's what we're here to celebrate. That's the point of this, this occasion. And then the third part of this equation, Allah says, If you remember nothing else from today, just remember this part. And so you can declare the greatness of God, the greatness of Allah in the way that He guided you. You can declare Allah's greatness in the way that He guided you. Now what does that mean? As we come to the Eid prayer, we chant over and over again the greatness of Allah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Wallahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Walillahi alhamd. The idea that now Ramadan is over. Why are you saying Allahu Akbar? You're saying Allahu Akbar because for 30 days, Allah was in fact Akbar in your life. You did make Allah the biggest priority for 30 days. And now it's over. And so now Allah is telling you, now that you're outside of Ramadan, can you show me that I'm still the greatest priority in the way that I guided you? Just like I guided you in Ramadan, you were waking up earlier than you ever wake up. You were showing up to Allah's house more than you ever show up. 
You were holding yourself back more than you ever hold yourself back. You showed in everything you do that Allah is a greater priority for you. That is the living example of Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar is not just something you say with your mouth. It's something you live. And you lived it for 30 days. Congratulations. Now it's time for you to live it outside Ramadan. Now it's time for you to say Allahu Akbar when it's over. And so can you truly declare Allah's greatness in the way that He guided you? And so Allah is asking you and me as we leave this month, to actually come back, to actually come back and read his book and to find out what his Prophet told us and to find out in which things have we made ourselves greater than what Allah taught. And we need to now make ourselves smaller again and make Allah Azza wa greater again in our, in our lives. This is why the word is not Allahu Al-Akbar, the greatest. That would just be a description of the greatest God there is. Yes, the only, the only one, Allah. But he says Akbar, which is tafdeel, it's comparison. Meaning in everything that we do, Compare yourself, your priorities to the priorities Allah gave. Compare yourself, what does Allah want and what do you want? Is there, if sometimes they're in agreement and sometimes they're not. This is what hadakum. And now that you have that sense, that you walk away with this, don't say, oh Ramadan's over, I'm gonna go back to being messed up again. God, I can already feel the shayateen hovering around. You know, the chains have been undone. You know, and a lot of people won't even pray five prayers today. It's so sad. Like they're like, eat prayers done. And some of you haven't prayed Fajr. Pray Fajr when it's done. Pray. Do it. Because that's like, it's like showing Allah, you were Akbar for 30 days, now it's time for me to be back on top again. No. No. This is time for you to show Allah that you mean business. Celebrate Eid. But celebrate it in the obedience to Allah. And if you develop that consciousness, then truly it's something to be grateful for. And so the ayah concludes, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ So you may be grateful. As I leave you, I share with you that the ummah, the, the, the ummah and the world over is going through all kinds of fitna. There's blood being spilled senselessly and mindlessly against Muslims, by supposed Muslims. The, 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 the blood of innocence is being sp spread even in sacred places like the city of the Prophet ﷺ. It's a depressing time. It's a sad time and we don't know how to even react to this situation because it's overwhelming. The amount of ignorance and violence that's there is overwhelming and it's mind-numbing. So it is a depressing situation and yet in the middle of all of it, Allah tells us that when the month of Ramadan is over, be grateful. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ So that you may be grateful is one of the commandments of Allah and you cannot be grateful if you're depressed. It's impossible. You can't be grateful if you're only thinking about things that are wrong with you or in the world. You have to be grateful when you think about things that are going well. You have to be positive. You have to find the things that you should look at and say, Alhamdulillah, this is good. Things are going well. And why should you do that? Why should you ignore the negative and still focus your attention on the positive? Why should we do that? We should do that because of the promise of Allah, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you're grateful, I will increase you. I will absolutely, absolutely increase you. Allah will increase the safety of this ummah. Allah will increase the guidance of this ummah. Allah will increase the rizq of this ummah, the provision of this ummah, the health of this ummah, the education of this ummah, the status of this ummah, the respect of this ummah. He will increase all of those things if we can just become grateful. So let's come out of this Ramadan reminding ourselves what it means to be grateful. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Wallahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Walillahi alhamd. الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى خصوصا على أفضلهم وخاتم النبيين محمد الأمين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين 
يقول الله عز وجل في كتابه الكريم بعد أن أقول أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد My parting words to all of you as part of being grateful be grateful for the people Allah put in your life the family members that Allah has put in your life to friends that Allah has put in your life. If you've been in a fight, you've been in an argument, you haven't been talking to your uncle, your cousin, your spouse, your children, your parents, your grandparents. If something has happened, drop it all. Let it go. Let Allah be greater. Go connect with them. Call them. Apologize if you have to. You know, crush your ego. It's okay. Even if they were wrong, just make, make amends. And fix your, mend your relationships. And Allah Azza wa Jalla will put blessings in those relationships. May Allah Azza wa Jalla bless you and your families. Congratulations to all of you. Eid Mubarak. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.